Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast of The Invisible World of Jeremy Jones, where it's not so much about how to live your best life, but how to show up and live your life. Thanks for joining. Episode 19, um, your truck is on fire. Part three, this is the invisible world of Jeremy Jones. This is also part three of, um, your truck is on fire. Unlike the first two parts of this series, this one has nothing to do with a truck being on fire. So, gotcha. But I wanted to tie off a few landscaping lessons I learned from my boss. So here we are. But of course, we're not going to start with landscaping, are we? Mm -hmm. I want this to go back and forth. This is a two-way podcast. Produced and exchanged. Experienced in both of our invisible worlds. So I want to know what you think the key is for handling stress and for solving problems in your life. Just just shout it out. I'm listening. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm. Interesting. No, of course I don't have the right answer. I think that's because there's more than one right answer. But let's pull a few billionaires and see their take for handling stress and solving problems. Let's start with Jack Ma. Jack Ma is the billionaire entrepreneur and founder of the Chinese e-commerce site Alibaba. He has said that sleep, sleep is the key to handling stress and problem solving. If I don't sleep well, the problem will still be there, Ma said at the 2009 World Economic Forum in Davos. If I sleep, I have a better chance to fight it. Research supports Ma's habit. Studies suggest that sleep deprivation negatively impacts your cognitive function, which includes decision-making, creativity, and memory. All right, let's keep a... Let's play billionaire hopscotch. What about that guy? Ah, shucks. What's his name? He started that one company. I I have it here somewhere. Uh, Ah, looks like the company's called Amazon. Ah, all right, Jeff Bezos, founder says, eight hours of sleep makes a big difference for me. I try hard to make that a priority. For me, that's the needed amount to feel energized and excited. We don't need more time. That's not what they needed more of. The most precious commodity we have is not time. I argue, it's energy, right? Energy. What kind of energy do we create? See, I believe that if we all didn't have to sleep at all, no one had to sleep, and Jeff Bezos, we forced him. He had to sleep eight hours. We locked him in a room. I believe he would still beat us at creating Amazon. You with me? Why? Why is that? Ah, Because time didn't build Amazon. Energy did. Creative, 
passionate, faithful, relentless, and playful excitement with dynamic, high-frequency energy. That's what built it. And if we rotate the board, right, we can see the same principle as the person who wins the lottery, wins millions of dollars. What commonly happens a few years later? They go bankrupt. It's not more money that they needed, but what? More authentic and heart-based energy, deeper assurance that what they needed was on the inside, in their invisible world. In the case of the lottery winner, they, they tried to take an outer world resource, money, to fix an internal problem. The internal problem being feeling unsuccessful. I felt that one. I know what that feels like. Do you? But it's, it's when we start with our internal invisible world. We start radiating the unique power and energy that comes out from all of us and then goes to our outer world. That's when we create beautiful families, thriving schools, and unforgettable rela- relationships and, uh, and innovative business dealings. All right, let's go back and talk about sleep. Listen, um, some of this research is tied into the show notes if you want to take a look at it. But uh, during sleep, the brain's waste removal system is 10 times more active than during wakefulness. Okay? So it's, it's literally restoring the mind for the day ahead. Uh, while it's taking out the brain's trash, so to speak, the body is working to repair and rejuvenate, reinforce brain cells and new memories and learn even new motor skills. Logging enough hours between the sheets of sleep uh, each night also does wonders for helping our bodies to, to relieve stress, to fight inflammation, to maintain healthy body fat levels, to build our immunity and ultimately live longer. Of course, despite this irrefutable evidence of why we should all be getting more sleep, still, still, nearly half of Americans get less than the recommended amount of sleep each night. When life gets busy, there goes sleep. Out the window, right? Oh, well, what's, what, what can I cut from my priority list? Well, let's sleep a little bit less. It leaves our minds, leaves our bodies stressed, sick, burnt out. These days, right, there's an app, there's a, there's a strategy for meditation. Meditation is caught on like wildfire these days with meditation. Which, which meditation is the best? Is it transcendental meditation, loving kindness meditation, meta meditation, mantra meditation, so on, right? But His Holiness famously said, sleep, sleep is the best meditation. And he certainly lives by that, right? Uh, the Dalai Lama, he sleeps like eight, sometimes nine hours each night so he can feel completely rested the following day to maintain a calm, relaxed mind during the day. Let's see, Matthew McConaughey, eight and a half hours. Bill Gates, seven hours. President Calvin Coolidge clocking in at an easy 11 hours as the president. Uh Jones, that's great. You know, you make some good points here and you should, I don't know, have a podcast or something. But what does any of this have to do with landscaping lessons? I am about to tell you. Yeah. Well, it's landscaping. It just so happened 
we finished a landscaping job in the middle of the day. And we were close to the neighborhood before we started the next job. So my boss says, hey, how about we just go grab some lunch at my house? And lunch, this is great. I'm so glad we're having a mostly regular lunch hour these days. So my boss, he ate his sandwich fast, just like everything else he did. He went over and played on the kid's Nintendo waiting for me. Jones, Jones, come join me. I bet I can beat you on this game. Sprawling on the floor like two kids would, right? We grabbed the controllers and armfuls of cheesy nacho Doritos. After a while, he tossed the controller to the ground. You can keep going, but I need to take a nap. Sorry, I'm thinking, a nap? You know, two grown men, landscapers, middle of the day, a nap? What about our next job? Shouldn't we go out there and put in a, an honest day of hard work? Shouldn't we bury the gas pedal down, push stronger, faster, stronger, faster, stronger, faster, stronger, faster, stronger, faster? You know, from the last few episodes, he did everything what? Fast, right? Including, uh, apparently, naps. Because he was out like, like a rock. I pulled up some carpet, and here I am, essentially napping with my boss on his living room floor. I mean, come on, we weren't napping together, but uh, we both had probably a 30-minute uh, cat nap. And when I woke up, I had this new lesson that I was carrying with me. See, if you are constantly redlining it, riding the gas pedal, you must recharge and use the brake pedal, too. That's okay. Even preferred. The Tesla Roadster, it hits 60 miles an hour in just 1.9 seconds. We're talking red line freakishly fast. The kind of bar, the kind of car my boss would like, right? But to get that type of output, it must be what? Fully charged, fully charged. What if you're like, ah, you know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So me, I'm just going to get half charges this week. I'll push hard. I have a big week. So I was just, half charges for me, you know, cut some sleep. Will the car still work? Yeah, yeah, sure, it still works. But half charges is half speed. I've been helping my son to mow the lawn. He does a great job. We use an electric lawnmower. It's great. I never have to worry about gas. We've learned it cuts the whole front and back lawn if it's what? Fully charged. If it's not fully charged, if we try to get away with half a charge, all of a sudden, it, you know, the lawnmower just goes out in the middle of the back lawn, and then oh, we have to charge it back up. We've got to take the battery in the garage. The job's going to take twice as long now. Our day's all in inefficient. The lawnmower went out because we didn't fully charge it. What about, what about say, my dad batteries? Huh? How do those work if they aren't fully charged? My kids. Daddy, why are you yelling at me? Daddy's grumpy today. Daddy, why are you so grumpy? Uh, because daddy's skipping his sleep, skipping naps, uh, skipping Nintendo recharges so he can be a really, really successful daddy. Okay? Now, now who didn't put the milk away? That's how it goes when I don't get my full battery recharge. 
Listen to what Marcus Aurelius says here. How much more harmful are those consequences of anger and grief than the circumstances that arouse them in us? Hmm. For me, I've found the consequences of not getting sleep are just, well, they're just too harmful. Jones, Jones, listen. Don't make problems worse by running on half a charge. It's like when I get in a fight with someone I care about, there's the initial fight, the uncomfortable conflict, which is painful, but doable. But, oh, man, I've been trying to watch the line of making sure the fighting doesn't become worse than the initial problem. Create a bigger conflict, which, unfortunately, that seems to happen when I'm on a half charge. Think about some of the people that you admire most. Is it their silos of free time? I mean, how did they figure out how to accumulate 36 hours in a day? And you, you still have 24. How did they store up that kind of time? Where do they put it? You know? People say trading your time for money is a bad trade. And that's good. I like that. I like that. But what about these people you look up to? Isn't their allotment of time pretty similar? to ours. I mean, it's all looking pretty much like everyone gets 24 hours. Ah, right? From earlier. It's their energy. We don't need more time. We need more energy. Creative, passionate, clear, confident energy. Right? The equation goes like this. We don't need to put more time in our energy. What we need is to put more purposeful energy in our time. I like that. All right, so there's me, right, sitting on the floor, wiping Doritos off my face. Ah, that's just as important as anything else. I don't always get that. I'm not anti-hard work, right? Early mornings and late nights, I've done some of those. It's actually why I'm so big on rest, because I want to have that extra gear. Sometimes I need to hit the gas and go 1.9 seconds. I want the tank to be there. I want it full when I need to call on it. The other night I was playing chess. This is a good story. I was playing chess with my son. I was tired of dragging a bit. It's before his bedtime. And he goes, he goes, Dad, are you Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, Ganador is just tired. Oh, uh, what's Ganador? Ganador is what I call myself. It means winner in Spanish. It's a fun exchange I have with my kids. Right? How was dad able to help with homework, fix the toilet, make amazing chocolate chip pancakes, make a bunch of money? Like, why, kids? Ah, because dad is Ganador. So... So I told my son when I was getting polished off the chessboard, yeah, you know, Ganador is just tired. It's an early morning for me today. He says to me after a pause, well, Dad, I guess, I guess even Ganador needs rest so he can be Ganador. Brilliant! Brilliant. I, I just got my phone. I'm like, I'm going to put that in my podcast, man. That was, that was a gem. Thanks, son. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you're hopping on a plane to come see me. We're going to do a bike ride or a hike together or something. Would you prefer when you're getting on the plane that your pilot was up the night before reading into the twilight or up way early with uh, you know working out with only a handful of hours of sleep or before your surgeon cuts your chest open would you prefer your surgeon to be fully recharged or skating through the week on a half charge what about the teacher who was instructing your kids do you want them full of creativity and patience what about how you are with your kids? How's your parent energy? How's your spouse energy, your batteries? How are those batteries doing? What about your Uber driver? I was nearly in an accident, horrific accident one time. Barely missed it. Um, my Uber driver just made a boneheaded decision and it made me wonder how many hours had he been working, driving that day? Or what about the person who manages your money or the software coder writing codes to protect online fraud? You get the idea, right? Of course, on all of these, we want them rested, full charge. Because we know intrinsically that rest and relaxation, the old R&R antidote, right? We need to have that in the medicine chest too, the R&R antidote. It, it improves performance, reaction, clarity, and decision-making. Why then? Why? Why don't we give ourselves this same courtesy, inoculate ourselves with this antidote? Why are half of Americans not getting enough sleep, right? I think it's because we're coming from scarcity instead of abundance. We're worried we're not getting enough, doing enough, being enough. Stronger, faster, stronger, faster, richer. Inside our invisible world is that land of abundance. We can go there anytime. We already have it. Now, I didn't realize when I was lying there with the blue PVC pipe plastered on my shirt and the Doritos crusting my mouth and the Nintendo screen blinking. That was the most important time in my life. Question. Question. When is the most important time? Of your life? Hmm. Is it when you graduate? When you get the new house with the pool and the tennis court? Right? When you get married? Right? Big day, big day. When you finally get divorced and, and free up? Oh, I was just waiting for that divorce. Or is it when your kids get married and they're finally out of the house? Or maybe is it that big day when you have your first baby or your last baby? Or when you finally get that promotion you've been wanting? Or when you make the team? Or when you break 10 million in sales from that new app you created? Ah, I keep learning this lesson over and over again. The most important time I'm alive is right now. It's, it, right now is the only time that I'm alive. Right now, doing this podcast, this, this is it. And then after this podcast, I'm going to get a glass of guava juice, and that guava juice will be my most important moment. I don't have a guaranteed ticket to the final destination that I'm envisioning. It's not guaranteed. It's possible. It's possible, but the train may jump the tracks at any bend. So in the moment, the Doritos, the nap in the middle of the day is the most important part. When you are sleeping, that's the most important part. Not, not, oh, let's hurry up and get this silly sleep thing out of the way so I can do the actual, legit, important stuff. Right? 
napping on the floor, or working the 12-hour day in the sun, turning the truck headlights on so you can finish the job, sleeping at night, they are all the most important when they happen individually. Instead of seeing sleep as the enemy. Oh, brother, I wish I didn't have to sleep. I have so many important things I need to accomplish. Guess I have to sleep. Personally, I'm, I'm reworking that. I've read about the healing and guiding effects your soul has during the REM phase of deep, deep consciously cycling and, and dreaming, the restorative and immune-building cell activity and the digestion and muscle-building activity. Me and sleep? <laughs> we're not quite there yet, but instead of being frenemies, we're becoming besties. I keep a mat in my office to take a nap to remember the Nintendo Dorito days. I track how many sleep cycles that I'm sleeping in a week. A cycle is determined as one 90-minute REM interval. The better I rest, however long or short, I've been embracing it as really kind of the linchpin of my fulfillment of health and success. Instead of a necessary evil that interrupts my mojo, now sleep, it galvanizes and fortifies my mojo. <laughs> Here's Plato. You can discover more about a person with an hour of play than a year of conversation. Interesting. Like that rap song? Work hard, play hard, work hard, play hard. Remember back in the early episodes, we talked about embracing conflict, even looking for it. Facing it to make it. Remembering that, you know, uh, try on this quote by Brian McGill. Remembering your calm mind is the ultimate weapon against your challenges. So relax. It's okay. Just like any athlete tells you, anytime you want to build muscle, lose weight, you, you work hard, you push, and then, and then you rest. The rejuvenation period, the yin and yang cycle. I have one last story before we finish up here about, about my boss. I want to squeeze it in here. So it's late Friday afternoon. I finished a job. I was solo because my boss had to leave the state unexpectedly. I dropped the tractor at his house. The sun was setting. And I noticed his lights were on in his house. And his front door behind the screen door was open. Huh. That's odd, you know. Knowing him, he was packing fast, loading up the car fast and he probably forgot i decided to call him and ask if he wanted me to go inside close up the house when he answered his reply surprised me ah nah no worries man relax i bet it'll be fine probably someone will think i'm home or something just relax enjoy your weekend maybe just maybe him outworking me 10 to 1 him doing everything in fast, ludicrous mode. Him getting up early every morning without an alarm clock, stomping out the truck fire. Him handling his mistake of plowing into my mom's car. Maybe, maybe all that speed and proficiency was due to him relaxing, not just in body, but also in mind. 
relaxing your mind. Your calm mind is the ultimate weapon against your challenges. So take time to relax. Take time to relax. Sometimes the answer is not push harder. Sometimes it's relax, chill out, eat the whole bag of Doritos, right? Recharge. We must know the difference. We must see all perspectives. We must know when to beat both the crow and the sun up. And when we need to just pull the covers over our head. Whenever people tell me the idiom, well, well, Jones, listen, you know what they say. The early bird gets the worm. Well, come on now. Have you thought about it from all perspectives? Have you turned the board around? Have you thought about it from the worm's perspective? His last thought probably was, ah, man, should have slept in. <laughs> because the late worm who's recharging deep in the relaxing tunnel of Earth's meditation avoids the bird. So I like the idiom, the late worm avoids the bird. Think about it like this, which is better? You tell me which one's better, more useful. The gas pedal or the brake pedal in your car? Well, <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah, they're both important. Both have a purpose. You may use one a little bit more than the other, but the, but the key is finding the balance. Only having one of those pedals won't get you where you ultimately want to go. The Tesla Roadster only goes 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds if what? Come on, say it to me. Say it if it's on a full recharge. Not half. Not half. By the way, every Tesla Roadster comes with a brake pedal. And what happens? What happens to your overall range if you only have half a charge? Well, you go half the potential and available distance you could have gone with a full charge. Therefore, my invisible friends, instead of, you know, if you're interested in getting to your goals in 1.9 seconds, then recharge your batteries fully. Right? Plug in to rest and relax so you can mercilessly bet on yourself because the world needs who you were meant to be even and especially when you're napping. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.